I know you're setting up Eternals. I know Eternals are going to be important. It looks like maybe Galactus from the trailer? I don't know. I've admittedly done no research into that claim. Just be bold. Just just stake, put a marker down. Galactus confirmed, corner jack. Yeah, and if Galactus isn't confirmed, tweet at me. You know, get at me. Drive engagement. Fuck his life up. I haven't... Irrevocably destroy my inbox. Just fuck up my box. Like, <laughs> guys, I'm bringing the party to you. Reddit, run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Comic Splash Pod. My name is Jack, joined here by Tyler, and we are going to go ahead and run us through a quick little review of the newest Marvel movie out right now, Shang-Chi, which Legend of the Ten Rings is the full official title, which we saw. Uh, was that, that had to have been opening weekend, right, Tyler? That was, was it opening? Eh, it I, like I opening think it, day. Yeah, no, we were right in there. Right in the friggin', we went to a showcase for that. You got, you got a Corona light, it was like a huge deal. I did. It was it was phenomenal. I took a long time to determine if I wanted it or not, but I, I went for it. I Didn't remember regret that. it. Great choice. Very good. Very, very, very good choice. So uh I wanna jump into it here. I'm thinking what do we where do we want to kick this off? Do we want to start it with our ratings? Let's start with let's start with the rating. I, I feel ready to go. Awesome. Passionately. Take us away. Right. Nine point one out of ten. For sure, as if it wouldn't be out of ten. But the reason I'm going nine point one, which is which is a big deal, because this is a intro Marvel movie, and yeah. it's it's pretty rare to pull off that. Probably even over an eight and a half for an intro movie, because a lot of times the intro movie it's just establishing your character, and the baddie is kind of average. But man, dude, the baddie in this movie, phenomenal. Best this movie had a best MCU bags. villain for a non like group movie yeah. i guess like non-avengers villain phenomenal avengers adjacent is it something i've seen it yeah. called a couple times true avengers adjacent is a good way to put it yeah i'm i was harsh on this movie when it came out i will be the first to admit that i think i was a i was a bit i don't want to say mean to it but i was kind of mean to it uh i think my original was like 8.6 but i have come around on that and i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna be right there with you i'm giving it a hot 9.5 wow yeah i uh the more i thought about it i was like you know what i actually really 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 kind of like that film that, that sweet soup. sweet film good good soup until we get the meme engagement but uh <laughs> yeah yeah uh so originally i was like well i didn't like what this character was doing i didn't like that one and then i thought about it like i got home and really souped over it stewed over it then I was like, you know what? No, actually, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then I had a, f- a couple other misgivings, and then like I looked into it more, and I was like, oh no, that's unfair critique entirely, Jack. You can't be doing this. You know. So yeah, I think that a lot I'm, of that has to do back. with the fact that it has been. I mean, Black Widow came out. We saw that in theaters. We did, but it didn't feel like it was the the continuation of the MCU. That just felt like a little side piece. Did not feel like a, a feature movie because it was in the past in the timeline. So you you just it did establish new characters, yeah. but it just it really felt weird. Did not feel like the MCU was starting up. But like this was the startup of the MCU, and I feel like you kind of forget what the expectation is of the MCU. And like right. technically, if you like forget about Black Widow, it's almost like we're coming like hot off of Endgame. So I feel like 
yeah. you have to remember like what is it like to not know an MCU character? Which like before that, what was the last intro? Was it like uh Captain Marvel? Yeah, Captain Marvel was the last one they introduced. Yeah. And before that, I think it was Spider Man. Yeah, so it's been a while. It's been a long time. Yeah, I think that being an intro movie did kind of make it more enjoyable for me. You know, we like seeing new characters and we like seeing our old characters. So for sure. In that sense, I'm right there with you. And I feel like um I don't know. I just my main thing is like as a as an intro character, which we're going with Sean because that is what he calls himself in the movie. Yeah, so that was a point of contention for us. We went back and forth, but I think Sean is where we are going to land up just because It is what he calls himself that, in the movie. We're just gonna, we'll just butcher you know, it. Yeah. Um it, like and that's not fair. What's nice is it's it's kind of an interesting character. I don't want to say I like it's so the last intro movie, right? Was Captain Marvel. And I don't want to say yeah. that Captain Marvel as a character wasn't cool, but I almost feel like she was like too OP for me to be like right. super engaged. Like I'm always kind of a fan in Marvel of like the person who isn't just like naturally OP, like not like a Thor or Hulk, but like someone who just is like really skilled. And that's kind of like exactly yeah, like a scrap. That's exactly what Sean is. Like he's like a kung fu, crazy good like hand to hand combat guy. Like he's not going to be picking up the sun and throwing it at Thanos, but he's got he's got the moves and the combat in this movie was probably the strongest point for me alongside the villain. The intro in the movie, right. which obviously now we're spoilers, but if you made it this far, yeah, spoiler territory. Sp- Let's drop that hard and fast right off. Spoiler territory. So in the in the beginning of the movie when they're fighting on the in the bus and they're they're driving through San Francisco, that was some of the best fight yeah. choreography I think I've ever seen in the MCU. It was re- very well done, really oh, impressive. Man. I think the last time we ever even got to that point was like Winter Soldier for hand to hand. Yeah, honestly, like, true hand to hand combat. The only time we've ever seen it really is it's come from any Captain America movie, and we got it in Black Panther too. There was a lot of hand to hand combat, but this one like. It blew those out of the way for hand-to-hand combat. It was it was really impressive. Yeah, but even from like a Black Panther standpoint, which I did really enjoy that movie. Like, I don't know. It felt like the combat was missing something. Yeah, I agree. There's like it wasn't as this felt complete. You know what? It, punchy. I, I can. I think I I've nailed it. Of why I like this movie so much is the the fights had like the perfect amount of background to be believable that probably right. came out weird but like in the bus scene like the it's not just two people fighting in like a, a few i guess in the end of black panther right they're like fighting on that train track so that kind of gives you a cool yeah, environment the, very the environments for these fights were crazy like it's like on top of a dragon in a runaway bus down yeah. san francisco on the side of a high-rise building where they're like leaping on poles and jumping out windows like I feel yeah, like and Macau. Yeah, the mixture. Shout outs to Macau. Macau does not sweet. get the shout outs it deserves. Very sweet. Shout outs Macau. But yeah, I think it was the combination of the really good fight choreography with the right locations for it. Like a, a fight scene really is made, I think, by like the location. And every location in this yeah. movie was really cool. And it was it was very like diverse for location. Like in the first part of the movie, you're on a bus. Middle yeah. of the movie, you're on a high rise, and by the end, you're on a, a giant dragon. And like those are pretty different scenes so it's pretty cool i like that you're calling that out i did like that like location diversity like it wasn't just like 
here you are in city and then we cut to other city it's like no here you are on a city bus and it's claustrophobic and fighting and it's hard and you have to really maintain yourself and like maneuver correctly and hop back and forth because you don't have a whole lot of horizontal movement and then cut here hey guess what you're in this like dark alley fighting like back cd room fighting ring and then where are you now oh you're in mythologized chinese land and you're fighting a giant dragon it's like jesus christ you guys are hitting and like they hit everyone he didn't think that it wouldn't be able to do that but they pulled it off they did they really pulled it <laughs> off the other thing that's really cool about like yeah. the change in scenery is like they they like at the beginning of the movie it's literally just hand-to-hand combat and it's like oh this dude has a sword and you're thinking like all right like that's not really like a big baddie for the mcu and at the yeah. beginning of the movie i was worried i was like oh is this not gonna have like mcu level like is he gonna win avengers level threats and then, so I like here yeah this, avengers level threats is a good word for it and then at the end you're just like oh yeah here it is it's like the giant weird dragons that come out of the like hell rock <laughs> yeah which is i loved how they like i don't know i feel like obviously i mean the character doesn't start off with the rings right but like i'm almost i like when he gets the rings but i almost loved how at the beginning he had no like supernatural ability and I like how he yeah. had to like earn the rings, which made like each like fight... he didn't even really know or want the rings in the beginning. No, and it's like, but it just in terms really of his, it gave him a good like lower power level where he still was like a badass. But like by the end of the movie, like like he can beat up all those dudes, but then by the end of the movie, he's wielding the rings and he can fight the giant dragon demon. Very cool. I like that. I like the progression. Yeah. Good progression, Marvel. Ten out of ten. All right, I'm gonna put you. Well, I'm gonna put you on the spot now. Ten point five. Okay. Oh, sure. All right. Prepared. Uh, give me your yep. best scene in the movie and your worst scene in the movie. We'll start with best, and then we'll we'll work back to worst. Oh man, I don't like starting with best. That's tough. Uh, the problem is there's a lot of good scenes in this movie, right? For sure. <laughs> I mean, we both give it pretty. There's high a rating. lot of stuff in here that works really well. Uh like I'm tempted to say it's the fighting ring in Macau because they're pulling off like a lot of fist to fist combat. That was pretty dope. A lot of that was pretty dope, but I can't say that it's my favorite because I also like I'm just I try to act like I'm smart, and then I'm like, oh, I love character moments. No, it's, it's like, the oh, MCU. Man, who are you? <laughs> yeah, no, I know what we want. But I really liked when it was just like Shy Lang. Shai Lang and Katie were just yeah her and Katie were just like in the room and they're like oh shit like your dad is super evil he's like Genghis Khan I don't know what to do and she's like no nah, man just be quiet he's a bit of an asshole and it's just like oh okay sick <laughs> that was actually pretty good scene <laughs> like that's such good character building of just like yeah man just like be quiet it establishes like this is how I like grew up as like in this abusive establishment and informed my character but also shows us the audience like hey dad's a bit of an asshole <laughs> yeah actually yeah that was and, i almost forgot about that part in the movie when they like go back and they first get there and he's like this is my son and he's come to take over yeah didn't last long and then just daughter <laughs> daughter which i like that they comment they comment on because i i love hating a villain yeah really do. well i think you needed you definitely needed him to be an asshole to the daughter because if he was going to be good to the son, then it was going to make him like there was a good relationship there with the villain where you could feel for him throughout the movie. You could understand why mm-hmm. he was being tricked. And 
but like he was but we, such... do we even know he's being tricked at the start no we don't but at the by the end we do yeah. but what i'm saying though is like i feel like if he had not been such a dick to the daughter he would have been like less that there'd be less of conflict there i feel like i just kind of feel bad for him but he was and this was something shitty. that i commented on when i was uh doing my whole thing pretending to be smart about this movie in that like they do like pull out at the last minute the like oh but i don't really want to kill my dad i'm like dude your dad has been an asshole the whole time and also i don't know was the dad genghis khan like forever oh yeah and was just immortal confirmed yeah he was genghis khan he was basically like yeah they drop it he's like i've lived 10 of your lives old man and it's just like jesus christ dude like this isn't even a isn't even a discussion your dad is one of the most ruthless evil people to ever exist they did they just kind of roll over that at the beginning of the movie they're like and by the way for ten thousand years he is like well not ten thousand i think it's by the end we found out it's two thousand for like two thousand years he was basically just like the worst and killed everyone yeah like literal until there was like the power shift away from feudalism hey this was the most evil man in the entire world. Yeah, imagine being a, like a stick guy. You're just like at the wall with your pointy stick in like the year twelve, and then this dude shows up with the fucking rings. Over classic medieval, classic medieval job, stick guy. Yeah, stick guy. Guy at the front classic door. Classic medieval. Yep. You, you go up and you say, "Please, my lord, please." Pointy stick guy. My lord, I'd love to be a stick guy. Just gets murdered because that please happens during the movie. Like shows up to a gate and just like unloads just destroys those poor poor people yeah and like they got nothing just no hope rendered low <laughs> yeah takes them down all right i'm gonna I'm put my uh my best moment in the movie and it's definitely the climax scene where the dad is fighting sean and all of a sudden you see him like you get that like wind thing going on where like he's doing the moves right. and all of a sudden you're like, what's going on here? And then all of a sudden the rings start to turn to yellow and you have the like yellow versus blue clashing colors that just looked unreal to right. me. It was so cool. I like that too. Yeah. I just loved like the, the fight between the, like when they each had like five rings and they were fighting back and forth was, was one of the better looking Marvel scenes I've seen. I feel like the, um, the use of color in this movie was really good. I was a big fan. Awesome, man. That's a good one. Now, what's your worst? Worst? Oh, man. The problem is this movie does not have a lot of bad scenes, right? Oh, I have one. <laughs> I can go first if you want me to. I can jog your memory. Yeah, you go first. Jog my memory. Because yeah. we didn't... This is, spoiler alert. This is, we're now a few weeks out. Spoiler alert. We recorded this and then screwed up their audio some of us have a some of us are new to the old recording game and had a bad bad microphone experience and ruined my afternoon for a little this bit. is round two so it's been a it's been a hot minute since we actually watched this movie but the worst moment in the movie for me was the just totally unnecessary addition of the original mandarin where they just like lock in the jail cell and they're just like it's me yeah the actor boy and it's like oh my god did we really it's me trevor slattery <laughs> yeah it's like i like how the MC- so i I'm a big fan when the MCU leaves a little, little trinket in the corner and it's like a callback to another movie. But like, do we need him to be like a focal point in the movie? I don't think so. Plot relevance. He's just like actual plot relevance. I don't know that he needed. No, he could have just like, honestly, they could have left him there in the like dungeon and I would have been fine with that. It, it, it would have been okay as like a little callback, but we didn't need him to make it to the final scene. But I got to stop for a second because he did. I got a love hate relationship with that scene. He was, I can't stand him personally, but he brought in Morris right. and Morris has got to be one of the greatest additions to the MCU ever that <laughs> he is. 
Ride or die for Morris <laughs> is not where I expected that take to go. Morris is a savage. Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> Great. So, yeah, yeah, like, no, not to diss on Ben Kingsley. Like, he did, he did very well in the role. He's a good actor. As Trevor Slattery returned again. Yeah, just like, this was already a funny movie. Like, this was a very funny movie. Do we need, like, do we need him? No, I just, I really don't think we needed him in the movie. That was my only, like, critique of the no. movie. And I think I'm right there with you. I feel like he didn't add a lot. Like, what he did add could have been accomplished by, like, Morris running across the dashboard. Yeah. Or, like, just speaking to another one of the cast. Like, just, maybe he's the only one that can speak to Katie, and that's why Katie comes along. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, Katie could have just, or okay. not even Katie, it could have, the sister could have, like, known him from when she was growing up and been able to speak to him. That would have been fun. We didn't need Yeah, it. there was a whole lot of ways that they could have established that, but yeah. instead it was just, like, and, like, you can still have Ben Kingsley there, and because I knew he was like, hey, I felt really bad about the critical response to the Mandarin, and people were like, hey, it's a very racist take. I just think the, and, the problem is, is, like, it was a clear MCU Band-Aid. Like, yeah, they wanted to be like, you didn't like Iron Man three, so we're gonna make him funny, and then you'll enjoy him more. And it's like we didn't, we could have just moved on. Like, yeah, we didn't, that, we didn't have. That'd to. be like if in the next Thor movie they're like, we're gonna redeem the Dark World. Like, no, you just if you miss, you just move on. You don't forget it. You don't need to try again. <laughs> you can comment on it. You can make jokes about it. It's just like yeah, we can get a little meta. Joke. It happened, man. We forgive you. But I'm a main character. You guys made Infinity War. You made Endgame. We're good. Yeah. Just a weird choice. No one's mad at you, Marvel. Yeah, it's a weird choice to me. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think that that was a weird choice. All right, so we... we For me... Oh, you're not locking that in as your worst moment? No, I've got another worst moment. No, let's hear it. The frankly gratuitous BMW product placement oh, in that car chase scene. Or in the God. shifting scene. I couldn't stand that. Just That's so true just like come on now the, come on now the electric plug moment was the worst part of it they're like like they <laughs> that it was like they intercut it yep. with like a commercial for a bmw they have to unplug it just to let you know it's an electric vehicle it was like come on we yeah, like, oh and by the way yeah we didn't need that moment. this beamer is an electric one maybe it's like i don't fucking <laughs> the worst part too is the scene actually in the bmw when they're like driving through the forest and it's closing behind them was one of the coolest moments in the entire film but they were yeah it was so clearly being like look at this electric vehicle that's rugged like a jeep and can go off road it's like no we didn't need that weird you could I don't care like i don't give a shit it, you could have even used the bmw but it didn't need to like constantly like zoom out and show you like the BMW logo. Like it was very clearly front and center in every scene. It was like this is it, like establishing itself on rugged terrain. It's yeah. like, no, I don't I'm not gonna buy this car, Marvel. There's nothing worse <laughs> than like brutal product placement. That's so true. I forgot about that too. Yeah. It took me right out. And then like the the worst part about it is there's very cool scenes with it. Yeah. Right. No, that's the problem is it's one of the coolest parts of the movie. And then just have this like weird, the very clearly focal BMW placement, which might I just add, I live in the city. I have seen those things before. That thing is not going off road. No, it's not. No, it's like, a, they're not there yet. And that's fine. They're like, they look like a little like smart car version of like an SUV. You're not driving through yeah. the, the living forest 
You're not cruising to a ball on the shore. Like <laughs> no. strange, strange choice with the BMW ad placement, but that's they gotta make their money back. Took from, me uh, out of it. They man. lost a lot of money from from COVID and Black Widow being delayed. So I think they're just gonna we might get a little more. We're gonna get a few of those. <laughs> We're gonna get a few of those. They gotta cut a deal with the devil. It is Mickey Mouse, by the way. Sometimes that's what he does. It is Mickey Mouse. Mickey gets his due. Mickey gets his. It's like the Lannisters. The mouse will have his cut. Let's stop talking about the mouse before he sends a season to this letter to this whole fucking podcast. I love the mouse. <laughs> uh, for all Disney associates watching, I'm sorry for the joke that I just made. I would very much like to be invited back to Disney World. The mouse is the best. All right. I love him. I love, I love Mickey and Dolan and all his friends. We got to talk about a bit of a... Uh, a meta moment in real life. We got to talk about okay. being back in the theater. So this was not our first movie back in the theater. We did see Black Widow in theaters. Did. But did. it was a wild experience. We saw it weirdly late at night. Jack spilled his entire popcorn on himself like during This is Black Widow, mind. D- mind before it yeah. redeem myself. Yeah, redeem I didn't spill this <laughs> my most recent I I hadn't been back to theaters. I needed No. Jack, a, Jack, a strong traumatic experience <laughs> to wake me back into the swung and miss, experience. swung and miss on his first movie back, spilled popcorn all over himself. But this one, I feel like we, we nailed it. We went back to the theater for the first time. It felt a little weird, even though we went to the last one. Um, the showcase actually was wicked nice. The seats were pretty sweet. But I love a showcase. Cinema. The showcase, Jeff. showcase, very nice actually. Much better than the showcase AMC we went podcast? to. Yeah, a little showcase sponsor. Let's I know it's that. episode one, and that we should really not be courting sponsors right now. But hey, showcase. If you're out there, if you just want to give me free movies, I would accept that. Um, like we're two guys having a podcast. But yeah, we, I just feel like being back a little bit back in the theater MCU. It felt like a. I guess the problem with Black Widow is it just didn't feel like a new MCU movie. It just felt like an old add-on. This is, that was a real Phase Three movie. Yeah, it, you could tell too when you were watching it. But this one was like the first. Fa- it felt like the first new phase we got, like after theaters turned off, essentially. <laughs> like being yeah. back there after we all had to, or most of us had to do our part. After not being able to go to the theater for a while and like just seeing like all the Marvel shows, which I liked the TV shows, they've been great, but I like almost forgot what it was like to see like a a cornerstone MCU piece get added to the universe. It was great. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. What were your I'm right there with you, man. Yeah, I mean I just I am excited for the future of the MCU. Let's which let's use that as a transition to final point. How do you see this movie fitting in to the rest of the MCU? This is tough. This is a tough question. A little jog your mind too. Don't forget about the uh, the post credit scene where we, yeah, like yeah, they're establishing Eternals obviously, and that it's like an eternal weapon, and that's how that he's dug it up out of a tomb somewhere and found it, and it's his. And then like it turns yellow, which is the color scheme that like the good MCU like it was blue forever, right? The blue yep. was always like the good guy color, and all the good guys use blue. It's gonna be yellow now. Like I'm seeing that transition happen. What else and, is yellow? Well, Iron Man's beams in Endgame are yellow. Aren't they always? A lot of the Eternals movesets yellow. Oh, is he originally blue? Shang-Chi's stuff's yellow. We've got the... Um, when Jarvis comes back after being destroyed by Ultron, shiny gold one. It's true. Yeah. It's uh, it's becoming the new good color because they got called out for being like, yeah, want to know if there's like a secret hero? Just look if he's wearing any blue. 
And it's like, yeah, okay. It's like a hundred percent hit rate. Now it's yellow. It's like how the MCU disguise is just like put on a hat and some sunglasses and no one knows you're Captain America. Oh, <laughs> just awesome. wear the color blue. But yeah, uh I think the other thing that we need to look at is look at this from multiverse of madness standpoint. Especially after the Spider-Man trailer, it looks like everything we kind of think we know about the uh, Sanctum Santorum and the whole, that side of the whole MCU shop. We always think that they're like these super serious like monks that are defending themselves and everything and like defending the universe from cosmic threats. They keep a watch list, but really it's like Wong is moonlighting in a fighting ring. That was hilarious. And he's fighting the abomination. <laughs> that was actually so funny to see him fighting. Yeah. And then like he beats ass and it's just like same time next week. It's just like, yeah, dude, like apparently they're all just running around doing their own shit. <laughs> yeah, not very serious. Remember that? Yeah, that's actually a good. So point. maybe that's going to maybe we'll get a bit more levity in the next Doctor Strange. I, I think I'd like that because he's not. Like, in the comics, he's very much, like, a pretty funny character. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's the direction they're going with the trailer. So how do you think it goes? Yeah. Well, I, I guess it's definitely going to be tied to the Multiverse of Madness because you have, like, the clear Wong placement. Yeah. What do you think is going to be his role? Or do you think he'll just happen to be... Because he... Here's a good question. Is he an Avenger? I think this is a tough question. In Insofar as... What Avengers do we have left? Well, we have new Captain America. We do. We have the... We have... I keep calling him Captain Falcon. <laughs> Captain Falcon? <laughs> like, he's Captain America, but that... <laughs> I can't believe I've That's never Captain thought Falcon. of that. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, we got Captain Falcon. Um, still Hulk. Hulk's still chilling. Thor's still chilling. So that's three of them. Yeah, but Thor's out in... Playing around with the Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, finding himself Thor's after losing always, everyone Thor's except for Loki. Avenger. Whenever they need him, he'll show up. So we got Thor. He does kind of just pop in. Captain Marvel, I don't think is officially. No, I'm going to say canonized. I don't I think, think she counts as an Avenger. She seems like she's just kind of like the space person. Like whenever they need. Yeah, to she's have on space. the space set. She's like one of the Guardians. Like the Guardians aren't. Yeah, Avengers Guardians are space set. Yeah, exactly. They're like space people are different. Avengers got to be on Earth. Yeah. So I don't think she counts. That's a good shirt right there. Space people are different. Space people are different. <laughs> Space people are different. Comic Splash Pod. So, like, we've got two mainline Avengers in Ant-Man. By my accounting. Everyone else... Well, Winter Soldier, too. So no, I don't count. know where they fit in. He doesn't in. count. He, just, he counts. He, you know, he got like the... He very clearly... Like, they nerfed him... In... He's ride or die for Sam now. No, but they they totally took yeah. But the Avengers always have their like sidekicks. There's like the main Avengers, and then there's the sidekicks. And Bucky was always a sidekick. Although if you start off Spider Man, Spider Man is now. I think you're gonna you're gonna get him as an officially main. an Avenger. But they still act like he's like a kid and he doesn't know what he's doing, which was kind of what changed. He's very life. much a 15 year old kid. Which is why I school. still know that he's like considered <laughs> an Avenger. So I think it's still really just Thor, Hulk. Who's the other one we said? I think Doctor Strange is getting... uh, Captain Falcon, Captain America, Captain America. Sam. I think we're getting Doctor Sam Doctor Strange to me seems like he's like maybe actually no. I don't think so. I think he's individual. just like his own thing. So I think we're still missing. So maybe he is. Maybe he maybe he gets the Avengers call up. Yeah, maybe he gets the. No, tap. I think he could replace. But I, I think like, the Avengers are in a they're in a tough spot right now. So I I don't know that I can say that he's going to be an Avenger. That's for sure. Like they say, like 
you're you're entering a weird world, kid. And it's like, yeah, but like, no way you guys still have that weird building upstate, and Shang's just gonna live no. in upstate New York right now. No, I mean he goes out and like parties afterwards. He very much goes back to his like normal life. I feel like just living a normal one. Yeah, <laughs> just having a good Maybe one. Maybe he'll just be more like a um, like a Black Panther type character in the MCU, where like he'll have his own kind of world and he'll definitely be in crossover movies but maybe he's not like a main avenger i want to see him engage with spider-man i want to see every character in the mcu engage You're very with biased in some capacity just because i'm a friggin' webhead but like <laughs> just because they're very i don't even know why i want this but i want it really bad more <laughs> Kevin Feige, make it happen. More. More. <laughs> More. I guess my, I have, I have a belief that there's okay, going to be. Let's hear it. So if I was the mouse, right, you got the Avengers franchise that dominates. You're Feige. You're, you're yeah, Mr. Feige. Mr. Feige. I got the Avengers. They dominate the box office, right? Mr. Kevin. And then, you know, you have an intro movie. It's always going to dominate the box office. But the, I don't know. I mean. I don't know how well like the sequels of individual movies do. I feel like they've always been kind of a bust. If I was Marvel, I would make like a second Avengers. And I think Well, they could do West Coast Avengers. Really, that's like a thing in the comics, but what I'm thinking is instead, so we got we still have the really unresolved Nick Fury is in space. Yep. His rings being like an eternal thing and making him basically like OP as hell for Earth, honestly. Because he had to yeah. fight like a giant dragon. Like that's the type of villain they got to give him. He can't be either just fighting normal stuff. I guess there was yeah, a Yeah, this dude too. whipped an Avengers level threat. Like yeah. that dragon was very much going to yes. go and suck all the souls up out of the world. I could see we get like a space Avengers, which is like we get Sean, we get Captain Marvel, we get like Thor and the Guardians versus something in space. That's what I think we're going to get. And the Eternals. Yeah. I like it, man. I like it. I think we'll get the like the on Earth Avengers, and we're gonna get like a different type of Avengers for like a like. I feel like you can't. No offense to the new Captain America, but I just don't see him fighting Galactus. I don't. He's got a wing. Well, I can see. He's, I mean, I can see him fighting Silver Surfer. He yeah, but he's got like the wingsuit, but he doesn't have any like magic going on. And I feel like if you're gonna start being like we're gonna fight people, we're like, really leaning into magic this cycle. That's what I'm noticing, which is why I feel like when you get the power creep there, like I could see them having to, to just to be able to make it make sense. You're going to have like OP Avengers and Avengers. Yep. Which I think is where they're going to go. That's that's my prediction for the MCU. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. We're certainly in untraveled waters here. Yeah. Excited. Looking forward to Eternals coming out in November or is that December? You don't got it. You don't got a product placement. Totally they don't pay us. That's true. <laughs> You'll hear it on the pod. <laughs> Comes out when we review it. Yep. That movie isn't out until we reviewed it, and then you can't go see it until you've listened to us. All right. You heard it here first. So we got a 9.5 and a 9.1 for our first Marvel review. One of yeah. many. Thank you all for tuning in. Thanks for tuning into the pod. In the future, we plan to review more MC movies as they come out. And if DC ever makes anything good, we'll, we'll do that too. And I got to get you to watch Suicide Squad. We'll take this off. We'll take this off. <laughs> but uh, thanks for listening.